0: you
1: the news the info we gave you the clues hey everybody welcome to navel gazing oh, valley indie podcast high. i'm eugene driscoll of valleyindie.org that's a nonprofit online news site covering Ansonia derby and Seymour in the great state of Connecticut Music you hear is from The Bad Slugs. The song is called Ride the Dinosaur. Look up The Bad Slugs online, please. You won't be disappointed. Also, coming up May 4th and May 5th, The Great Give, a 36-hour online fundraiser for hundreds of nonprofit groups in the Naugatuck Valley and Greater New Haven, including the Valley Independent Sentinel. That's right. If you want to support the Valley Indy once a year, I ask you to please donate so we can keep going. Go to donate.valleyindy.org during the Great Give, May 4th and May 5th. Trying to raise $15,000 during the Great Give. That is the Valley Indy's goal. Today's show, I'm going to play a discussion from the Tuesday, April 5th meeting of the Derby Board of Apportionment and Taxation. And then you will hear an interview I conducted with Derby School Board Chairman Jim Gilday reacting to the clip from the Derby Board of Apportionment Taxation. Okay, got it? Some background. Derby Board of Education is asking the city for a 4.8% funding increase to operate the schools next year. Total funding request for the school district is about $19.99 million. That's a budget to budget increase of $913,805. Meanwhile, Mayor Rich Zekin has proposed his budget. It carries a $60,583 increase or 0.3%. In Derby, the Derby Board of Apportionment and Taxation has the final say on annual budgets and the mill rate. Its members have been reviewing requests from departments Every Tuesday on Zoom. Tax Board has until the end of the month to vote to accept a derby budget, which includes a mill rate, bottom line dollar amount for the school district, and a dollar amount for expenditures and revenue. So at this April 5th meeting of the Tax Board, Walt Mayhew, the mayor's chief of staff, attended to answer a series of questions submitted in advance by the individual members of tax board. And one of the questions read to Mr. Mayhew during this meeting, which you'll hear in a second, was about the difference between the school board's funding request to the city and the amount of money Mayor Zekin suggested be given in his proposed budget. That budget could change. It's really, again, it's up to the tax board to set this thing. But because of charter change approved a couple of years ago, the process now more heavily involves the mayor who now proposes a budget which has sort of been the working document the tax board is using as their touchstone. So the clip you're going to hear is roughly 12 minutes during which Mayhew explains the mayor's funding philosophy when it comes to the board of ed. Then after that, you're going to hear a roughly 10-minute interview with school board chairman Jim Gilday reacting to the clip. So that's pretty much the broadcast. The only other thing I will add, there's a new crew on the Derby Board of Apportionment and Taxation this year. It's obviously a bit of a trying time if you've been following the Valley Indy reporting on the Derby finance issues Their finance director, who was only hired in in July, I believe, is on administrative leave for reasons that have not been revealed to the public. There is some type of investigation underway. Details, nothing's been released to the public at this point. In addition, the assistant tax finance director, I'm sorry, or the deputy finance director, quit uh, pretty soon after the finance director was put on leave. So you have Walt Mayhew, the city's chief of, mayor's chief of staff, sort of stepping in and filling that role to some extent, at least in terms of the budget discussion happening uh, in, in front of the tax board. So I thought it was really interesting to see the tax board submit questions. I've never seen that before in my 11 years covering Derby. I thought it fostered a good discussion. Uh, And it was just a a good way as an observer to get an idea of how the system works uh, in Durban, how a budget is put together. So kudos to them for doing something different. Uh, I found it informative. And I mean, I I think the chairman, the chairman you're going to hear, the first voice you'll hear is Jeff Polis. He's the chairman of the board. I don't think this question is from him. I just want to clarify that. But he's done a really good job uh, leading these meetings, I just wanted to throw that out there too, because these are elected, but they're they're all volunteers. Um, here we go. Let's
0: see here, the mayor's proposed budget has an increase of sixty k or zero point zero three percent from last year, and eight hundred fifty three thousand three hundred twenty two dollars less than the BOE department request. Board of Education, uh, can you explain the reasoning behind the mayor's decision to reduce the Board of Education department request by such a large amount?
2: Sure, a number of factors played into that. Uh, First of all, let me just say the the mayor was willing to commit to a significant increase for funding for the Board of Ed in line with his 2.5 cap, provided that there was a realignment of the educational spending, the establishment of measurable goals related to student performance, and the necessary program shift to attain those goals. He wanted to have a conversation around that and setting those goals and a process for evaluating the attainment of those goals. What got in the way of that was the increase in the medical insurance. Okay? The medical insurance for the Board of Education, which is a legitimate Board of Education cost, for some reason is budgeted outside of the Board of Education budget. Now, there may be good reasons for that, and I could give you some, but it is a valid board of education expense that expense this year just for the board of ed increased by almost a million dollars that is far in excess of the 2.5 percent cap that the mayor had asked the department heads to live with it and so as a result the mayor had a decision to make could he move forward with his discussion and his plans Or was he looking at an increase already for the cost of education that exceeded the cap that he wanted to have put in place? And the answer was it already exceeded the money that was allocated. Somebody, and I don't remember if it was in these questions or other conversations that I've had, said, where did the 2.5% cap come from? Well, the mayor, up until this year, has been dealing with a financial system that was in need of having itself righted. And the budgeting that took place was all intended to get the fund balance where it needed to be to restore the financial uh, standing of the city with groups like Standard & Poor's. This is the first year where that has taken place. We have a fund balance now that is in line with the expectations of Standard & Poor's. As a result, they raised our rating. We are in good financial shape. I believe you'll be hearing soon about a city surplus when the auditor finishes his work. So the um, whole concept there was to look at the school district and to do what we need to do to get it to start performing uh, in a way that is beneficial to the community. Derby is an Alliance district. And for those of you who don't know what an Alliance district is, That means they rank in the bottom 33 local or regional school districts in the entire state using the state's index for educational performance. Derby ranks 93rd out of 194 districts listed on the state website when it comes to pure pupil spending. That is more than any other Valley municipality. That is more than the town of Woodbridge, the town of Orange, and the town of Trumbull, to give you some other examples. So the amount of taxpayer dollars being spent on education in the city of Derby does not appear to be the problem. Rather, it's how the money is being spent to accomplish the objectives. So having said that, the mayor had to decide how to proceed with it. He wanted to give the Board of Education something more than what they had gotten in the past. They have been flatlined the last three out of the last four years. The the 0.5% increase was intended to be a uh, olive branch, if you will, saying we wanna work on improving the education and we wanna work on making sure that the funding that we are spending is producing the results. Unfortunately, It appears that the Board of Education thinks that $60,000 of additional taxpayer money is a slap in the face. They obviously don't appreciate it. And I will tell you now, you set the budget, you decide. You are not playing to a small group of pro-education people. You are playing to the entire city of Derby and every single taxpayer. And if you choose, you can use that $60,583 any way you choose fit. You can give it into the working balance. You can cut the tax rate. You can do with it whatever you want. But the mayor started out trying to do on behalf of the Board of Education more than had been done by any other administration in recent memory.
0: So let me ask a quick, quick, a uh, quick follow-up to that. And then we'll, we'll open it up for, for other boat members as well. Um, the, the, so the, we, 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 did point out the increase in the insurance. I think it was to the tune of like $945,000. So is it, I, this is a supposition. I'm not really sure that you could say that uh, you can answer this, but my question would be, you know, given your conversations with the boat, uh, the mayor, the, uh, the, the, the BOE, and, you know, reviewing some of what, you know, the expectations were or ideas about showing, um, you know, you know, a return on the investment, so to speak, or however, whatever the nice way to say that would be, you know, where the improvements are being made, it, will that be something on the table for, you know, future, um, for future discussions with the Board of Education? I mean, you know, obviously, From everything we've been told you know this this big spike in the insurance is probably a one-time thing you know pent up uh demand from covid people not getting elective procedures whatever so is that something that the mayor will come back to the table with with the board of education in years to come
2: the mayor is looking to have an extended conversation with the superintendent and the board of education with regards to how the money that we currently are allocating is being used to accomplish uh, what I think is is the single greatest uh, goal that we have, which is to improve test scores. That's how people look at the school district from outside. It is impacting the ability to sell a house in town. The enrollment in our schools has dropped significantly over the last five years. And so, yes, that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it, quite frankly, is This year we had a very unique opportunity where we had the grand list grow by 2.5%, which allowed us to be able to uh, increase spending where that made sense to do. And the department heads were very cognizant of the fact that this increase was uh, related to um, grand list growth, if you will. You cannot have that conversation in a year where grandless growth does not maintain that kind of growth. So unfortunately, the insurance uh, cost has has eaten up that entire thing. If that goes back down, as we hope it does, and as the insurance people have indicated that it should, and more money is available, then we would continue to take the same process but we're also looking at shared services. You know, uh, you have a human resource person that's full-time in the Board of Ed. Uh, you have uh, a person over there dedicated to doing finance in an entire finance department over there. Uh, these kinds of shared costs uh, need to be explored so that we can reduce the overall cost of, of uh, services to the taxpayers. And that's all part of the larger, broader
0: discussion. Uh, any other follow-up
1: i just have one question here roberto um for you mr mayhew uh with respect to you said the realignment of the goals and you said it just now you know it doesn't take this doesn't happen overnight it takes a good you know several months if not a year to converse about (laughs) these uh goals um how long have the mayors been trying to negotiate or talk about these goals with the board of education or any assistance from any departments
2: until this year mr santos the city did not have the luxury to have that conversation it was busy trying to dig itself out of the financial situation that it inherited okay. um, we now are in a position where at least this year for the first time we had the opportunity uh, to Bring a little bit more to the table, I guess, would be a way I would put it. Um, and so that's why the mayor was looking to initiate that conversation. That conversation will take place.
1: Okay.
0: And, and real quick, um, Mr. Mayo, you know, you cited two um, numbers, uh, 33rd in the state. I believe you said uh, 33rd in the bottom part of the state in performance and performance. Um, 93rd and pure pupil spending so I just you know there was a lot of facts and figures thrown out in the BOE presentation and I distinctly heard we are 153rd least funded district in the state so I, I, I will just ask you can you just tell me where we can confirm this? I mean, you know, I, I, everybody's playing to a, you know something and I just want to have the actual number. Absolutely. Not that I don't take you for your word, I just-
2: uh, Listen, I don't say, I don't give you a statistics without a way to back it up. I have two uh, URLs that I'd be happy to send to you, uh, Mr. Chairman, that you could distribute to the board. These are the latest figures from the edsite.ct.gov website which is where you get your per pupil spending numbers and your, uh, I think it's referred to as your next gen educational index numbers. Now, the only caveat I will give you is these are the latest published by the state, but because of COVID, remember they suspended some of the ASBAC testing for, for, I know at least one year, maybe two. So, these figures may say like 1920, for example, instead of 2122. That's the reason for that. But they are the latest figures that you can find on the state website. Other okay. figures that have been used maybe are outdated. I don't know.
0: But when- well, I, I think the URLs would be great. That would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate
1: it. it. Yep. Okay, everyone. It's Eugene Driscoll again from valleyindy.org. You just heard a clip from last night's. Derby Board of Apportionment and Taxation meeting, where Walt Mayhew, the city's uh, the mayor's chief of staff, addressed. Uh, the mayor's request or the mayor's suggestion for funding the Derby Board of Education in the next school year, or I'm sorry, the next fiscal year. And then joining me on the line, he has listened to uh, that clip. He is Jim Gilday, and he's the chairman of the Derby Board of Education. And I thought we would hear a reaction from you, Mr. Gilday. Uh, Welcome back to the podcast, by the way. Hi, Gene. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Uh, Thanks for taking a few minutes. I just thought out of fairness, I'd give you an opportunity to respond to what was said at last night's meeting, if you're willing.
3: Well, yes, I certainly think that there were a a few topics that I would want to address. I think at one point I had heard that the Derby Board of Education received more money from this administration than any administration in recent history. I would tell you that uh, if that wasn't so sad and pathetic, it might even be funny. But the fact of the matter is that we've gotten a 0% three of the last four years, uh, which certainly isn't isn't appropriation from the administration that is supportive of education. But I also think it's important to point out that during the four years of the previous administration, the Anita Degato administration, this Derby Board of Education got two point one million dollars. So I listen, people could say whatever comments they want, but that's the facts. And the facts speak to the, speak very loudly, loudly that this administration has not been one to support education. But listen, I get it. I think the parents see that, and the parents understand that, and the, the people of school system see that, uh, and the people who want to see this town driven forward to get that and understand that as well.
1: The other aspect of the discussion last night, uh, Mister Mayhew, on behalf speaking on behalf of Mayor Zekin, said that while the mayor was willing to give more money to the schools or, or to suggest more money be given to the schools because boat makes the ultimate decision. Uh, But he wanted to tie it to school performance uh, in some manner. I'm not sure that was the first I had heard of that. Uh, Was that something that was under discussion previously? And and what is your reaction to that?
3: Well, you know, um, first I have never had a discussion with the mayor about performance, uh, or I even think education funding. So for me, um, for me, yes, it was new. Uh, so he- hearing Walt, Walt talk about uh, what he wanted to, what Walt wanted to, uh, you know, talk about with regards to test score was, was new, and not heard the mayor say that. I will just tell you that it's just a a fascinating uh, uh, strategy in that, hey, listen, we're not going to give you any resources. We're not going to give you any money. Uh, We're going to flatline you. We're going to give you uh, 0% in essence, and and we'll talk about $60,000 in a second. We're going to, in essence, flatline you four years out of five. So listen, hey, why don't you turn our school systems around and why, you get, why don't you get better test scores? We're not going to give you money for critical programs. We're not going to give you money for coaching. We're not going to give you money for early intervention. We're not going to give you money for remedial help. We're not going to give you any money to implement the programs that you need to turn the test scores around. But hey, I'll tell you what, if you turn them around, we'll give you more test scores. That is certainly not something that makes sense from any, in any, in any uh, logical world. To begin with, uh, and secondly, it's certainly not talk from people who support education. And as we talked about that sixty thousand dollars, which I thought was another fascinating thing. Listen, I, yeah, I've been I've been, I've been involved in politics for a long time, you know. And, and, and but the message that we got last night was, hey, listen, take the sixty thousand dollars and be happy, or maybe the tax court should just take it back. Listen, the Board of Ed is never going to abdicate their role as advocates for the children. We're not going to get bullied into being happy with the pittance of money and the pittance of an appropriation. And quite frankly, the mayor doesn't have the political capital to be making those type of threats. I, I would, uh, I would seriously reconsider the type of, uh, environment and the type of, uh, working relationships that people want to have when they pass uh, silly, uh, bullying comments like that around.
1: Uh, and then I wanted to ask you another point that was brought up last night is that while the Board of Education uh, medical costs or medical insurance costs are going up by $1 million, which is a heck of a lot of money, and the city is paying for that, and the idea being that, look, we were, everyone in, in Derby, all the departments, were asked to stay within a 2.5 cap. Basically, don't ask for anything more than a 2.5% uh, increase, and the $1 million alone Blew that cap, uh, you know, exceeded that. What is your reaction to that? The city essentially saying we're paying for your one million dollar increase in medical insurance.
3: I would tell you that that is standard operating procedure that has been going on for years. And somehow it doesn't seem right to say, hey, little Johnny, hey, little Mary, we can't give you remedial reading because, uh, because uh, our tax costs are too high. Uh, it doesn't pass the smell test, and, and, and it's certainly you know, a poor argument for, for educating our children, against educating our children.
1: And then, and, and maybe, uh, I thought the city initiated, I thought the Board of Education w- was put under the city insurance plan in like 2017. Am I wrong? I thought that was something that was relatively new, that it came out of the, the, the Board of Education budget and into the city budget. I have
3: uh, been on the Board of Education for around two since 2013. It's been like that since before then. So I, 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 you know, I, I don't I. You know, uh, I certainly don't like to speak about things like uh, the, the facts, uh, uh, you know, unlike making silly comments about administrative uh, levels of support for education. So I, 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 all I can tell you is that uh, when I got on in 2013, it was like that.
1: Okay. And then uh, my last question, and this is more of a general local political question, because obviously you uh, helped out on, on the mayor's campaign, on Mayor Zeker's campaign. To Zeekins, I think I just mispronounced that, sorry, to get reelected, I think, to his third term recently. Uh, so does this come as a surprise to you? You're, you're obviously you're the head of the Board of Education, uh, but you're a prominent local uh, Republican as well. The, are you surprised that, uh, have you talked to the mayor? Uh, what's going on here?
3: <laughs> uh, I do feel, well, I would actually, quite frankly, be I'd be honest to say I feel like I was helpful to the mayor over the course of the last two weeks. Like, for certain. I think you raise an excellent point. I will tell you that neither uh, the mayor or his chief of staff has spoken to me about uh, what they were going to recommend for the Derby Board of Education, either before they recommended it, since they recommended it. Uh, so I've had no discussions with the mayor about education funding. I've had no discussions with the chief of staff about education funding. Uh, I would have expected uh, uh, it doesn't even matter that it helps from an election perspective. I just think if you wanna work with people, and you wanna foster positive work relationships, you talk to people, you don't bully them. You don't tell them that if they're not happy with the $60,000 you're getting, they don't get anything. That's just not how you work with people. That's not how you foster positive work relationships. So do I think it would've been nice if they spoke to me? Uh, I don't know if working on a political campaign earned me anything. I will tell you that uh, uh, just human decency and trying to work with people to to better our town. I would have expected some level of discussion before I read about things in the paper.
1: Yeah, and I should just clarify: I wasn't trying to imply that you working on the mayor's campaign, then he owed you something. I just thought, in terms of ideology towards education and education funding, uh, you and the mayor would be on the same page since you helped his campaign. Just to just to clarify.
3: No, no, and that's fair. I mean, I hear you. I didn't mean to imply that either. Uh, yeah, I've had no discussions uh, with the mayor. I, I don't know how much we've talked since the election, truthfully. Uh, so, uh, but certainly not on any educational uh, budget uh, or educational issue. Nor have I had any discussions. Keep a stat. And and listen, you know, I mean, I think people have to look for themselves to think it to see if they think that the. Uh, uh, tenor and the level of civility has, uh, you know, what degree the level of civility has been in this town? Uh, but again, just just as a chairman of the board of education, um, you would think that I would have been a, you know there, there's some level of civility by actually having discussions with people before you start bullying them and pushing them around uh, at, at tax board meetings for certain.
1: Okay, that was Jim Gilday, as you know, and that's it. That is it for this week's naval gazing. I have an interview. Coming up, I recorded last week, it's really good, I think, with Thomas Hennick, the public education officer for the FOI Commission. I meant to post it a week ago, but the way news has been in the Valley, I didn't get a chance to. Thanks for listening.
3: For
0: hundreds of years, we have brought you the news.